So spoiled kids think that they're entitled to everything. This can sometimes backfire massively, as you'll see in this story. Today is a story of a rich jerk getting the karma that they deserve. It's super satisfying, and let's just jump right in. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story, Ava. So anyways, Ava was a senior in high school, and uh, most of the time, by the time senior year rolls around, you're not getting a lot of new people into the school. However, there was a girl who recently moved into the area code, so she started high school senior year with this new high school, right? So immediately off the bat, it's, it's a tough start. It's tough if you move in, like, to a high school, especially at the end. I mean, even if you come in freshman year, if this is a high school of people who've lived together for like the last, I don't know, 14, 15 years, that's already hard enough. But to go in at senior year when basically oh, most of the friendships have already been made, hard enough. We're gonna call this girl who's coming in Sarah. So Sarah comes from a very, very, very rich background. And I just wanna say, preface this, just if you have access to money does not mean you're a bad person. Of course not. I hope that's common sense. However, there are a lot of cases of, you know, especially children or teenagers, when they're way too expo overexposed to money, it corrupts them, it makes them bad people, and that is really the job of the parents to step in and make sure that, you know, you're raising your kid correctly, even if they have a lot more resources. So even though I might be bashing on Sarah a little bit in this story, it really is bashing on the parents here. So anyways, you know, in Ava's class, there's a new girl called Sarah, and she gets in there, and from right away, the first, like pulling up to the school, because parents would either, kids would drive in or maybe parents would drop off some of them, right? There's this car, right? And they lived in a pretty middle-class-ish neighborhood. So when an actual Rolls-Royce, yes, I'm, that's not gonna roll off my tongue well. When a Rolls-Royce drives into the parking lot, and for you guys who don't know, that is a very, very expensive car very expensive car. Even the cheap models are very expensive. So when a Rolls Royce rolls into the parking lot, everybody knows, everybody's heads turn. Even the kids who don't know exactly how expensive of a car that is can just tell by the way that the car is rolling in and by the way that the parents' heads snap, right? That this is, a, this is something. So a girl gets out of the car and the girl happens to be Sarah. And Sarah is all dressed up in like expensive looking clothes, right? She comes out, she is like very confident, whatever, walks onto the scene, which I mean, if you are entering high school super late, you, you kind of have to be a little confident to break into these friend groups. They're probably not gonna be looking for a new person, so you need to tell them that they are looking for a new person and that person is you. So anyways, like, you know, Sarah rolls up and immediately, you know, people are, are start talking to her because she's like, oh my God, it's like the new very pretty, rich, confident, whatever woman walks in. And so, yeah, she, she's gonna draw a lot of attention. So she immediately gravitates to the group that Ava's already a friend of. So Ava's very like normal high school girl, nice, friendly, and the high school isn't too big. So a lot of the girls are friends with each other. There's like two to three major groups or cliques of people that hang out, but it's not very rigid or anything. So there's a pretty big group of girls that Ava hangs out with. And Sarah, who will be very soon, you'll see, is not a great person, clings on or starts to enter Ava's friend group. So they sit down and immediately Sarah comes off very nice, but 
Ava can almost kind of tell in the back of her head that this is a bit of an act. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but sometimes like you can just tell if someone is not genuinely nice and they're only acting that way because no one wants like eat like you <laughs> the thing is you can if you act nice right away and you get situated in a friend group i've seen a lot of people who just turn almost right away and they become really mean but since they've already situated themselves into a friend group it's like it doesn't even matter it's like it's totally fine so yeah almost right away sarah like uh, elevates to the top of the social hierarchy I think high school social hierarchies are pretty dumb as they really don't translate to anything in the real world 90% of the time. But yeah, she immediately becomes top dog, which is impressive in the fact that she just joined the high school senior year. But at the same time, like high school dynamics are probably gonna push someone like that to the top anyways. By the way, like and subscribe or you yourself are a spoiled kid now. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, anyways though, so yeah, this girl Sarah is not a very nice girl. And after about a couple weeks, she really starts to show her true colors. So Sarah starts making really rude, rude remarks at the table of other girls. And here's the thing. A lot of high school girls are very petty. High school guys are jerks, but they're not petty. High school girls can tend to be very petty, right? This is just kind of a fact of the matter. Not all of them, obviously, guys. Don't extrapolate from what I'm saying and draw conclusions that aren't there. But yeah, girls can be petty sometimes. However, Sarah was at a whole new level. And the other thing is Sarah's pettiness would sometimes be targeted at like the quality of clothes someone would wear. If someone was wearing the same thing twice, if they looked poor basically, right? So Sarah was really going after like the, a lot of the I'm rich, you're poor dynamic and it, she was going after it super, super hard, right? And this girl was also just not nice at all. Like, that girl's ugly. You know, she sucks. She looks so dumpy in that outfit. Stuff that, like, you know, girls sometimes say in high school. But basically, Sarah was like a caricature of the girl from Mean Girls, right? Basically a caricature of that, right? It's, it's crazy how that movie actually accurately represents some people. And Sarah definitely falls under that category. So, yeah. As, you know, Ava's like a little bit not super happy about the whole situation and how it's turning out because Ava was pretty happy in high school. The freshman year is a little bit difficult for her because, I don't know, like it, freshman year is difficult for almost everyone, man. I know freshman year was not great for me, but after a lot of failure and a lot of being alone, I eventually found some really great people and had a great time. Similar for Ava. She eventually found a group of people that she thought we you know were really quality and whatever, and sophomore and junior year were really great, and she was excited to finish out the year strong with people that she genuinely enjoyed hanging out with. So, you know, Sarah, uh, not Sarah, Ava was very like excited to go into senior year, even though there's a lot of stress with SATs, college essays, stuff like that, right? And APs, whatever type of stuff, right? It's, it's college season, so it's gonna be stressful, but she was really looking forward to senior spring where, you know, she could enjoy the last bit of time with her friends. But now what ended up happening was this new girl who, you know, at first she was very, like, receptive because she was like, Ava put herself in the new girl's shoes and was like, I know for a fact if I was new at some school, I would really want people to be open to me. I would really want people to, I don't know, I, I just would, I, I would feel so bad. Like, I would want, like, let me just be nice and let her in, Right. But uh, yeah, Sarah, uh, Ava wasn't a big fan of every single day of lunch instead of talking about things that they used to talk about, such as school, 
boys, I don't know what girls talk about, but nice things, right? And instead, they were talking about how trashy someone looks or how, you know, what a terrible hairstyle. Like, she really is going down the drain. Just really just petty comments. And Ava noticed that, you know, the friends of hers, quote-unquote, that she believed were kind of of higher caliber were kind of going in as well. They were definitely being influenced by Sarah in a really negative way. And Ava wasn't a big fan of it. So uh, one of these days, right, you know, Ava kind of pulls aside one of her friends and is like, maybe we should talk about Sarah for a second. And in this situation, Ava believed that, you know, this girl who she's known for years and who's only known Sarah for a couple weeks would definitely not betray her. So she pulls aside this girl and she's like, have you kind of noticed that, uh, you know, the ever since Sarah joined our group that, I don't know, the way the conversations have been going have just not been that good. Like it seems like our conversations are always about targeting other people and a lot of times targeting other people on stuff that they really can't control, you know, how they look to an extent, their parents' money, you know, it's a lot of stuff that they can't control. And Ava's friend responded in a way that she did not expect. Ava's friend kind of went to Sarah's defense and was like, you know, I don't really see that. Like, are you coming after like Sarah just because she's new? Like, it's so difficult to like join like a high school so late, which is a true fact, but is not really relevant in this conversation, bro. Like, I don't know how else to put it. This is not that relevant in this conversation. And Ava kind of like immediately sensed the hostility and was like, okay, I got to back up a little bit. And she's like, oh no, I mean, I like Sarah a lot. Lie. I like Sarah a lot, but I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the conversations have been a little bit of a downer recently. So the next day at lunch, um, Ava sits down and she immediately feels something is wrong. And she almost immediately knows that the girl that she had been friends with for the longest time, most likely pulled Sarah aside and told on her. Because there's just kind of this like awkward tension of like all the girls and Sarah, and then there was Ava. There was almost like, I don't know if you guys have ever felt this. I've witnessed it. I don't know if I've never necessarily firsthand felt it. But when everyone knows something about you, but they don't like, it's, it's like it's as if there's like a, a divider between the two of them. And it was just awkward when it normally wasn't awkward. And Ava knew that she was the reason why it was awkward. So yeah, they had a pretty bad lunch or whatever. It wasn't great. Like Sarah would kind of like whisper, like they would all whisper to each other. It's very weird. Ava was like, oh boy, like this is, this is just not good. And uh, yeah, so later that day, Ava was walking to her locker or she was going to do something. And her friends, or who she thought were her friends, right, were with Sarah. And they were all talking, like, together in kind of a circle. And they didn't know that Ava was there because Ava was, like, around the corner or something. And Ava would have normally, like, just walked up to them or whatever. But she just, for some reason, decided to stop right before she turned the corner. She just listened in for a second. And Sarah was like... Ava's looking so terrible today. Like, she's really gone off hill. Like, what does she think about that outfit? Like, I could have found that, like, in a dumpster. Just saying, like, what she was saying about every other girl. Which I will say, I have heard that in high school, this is not, this is not a generalization. This is just from the girls I'm friends with. A lot of them do happen to say not so nice things about their friends. But Sarah was going in deep. She was going in hard. And it was super, and then like one of the other girls, the girls that Ava pulled aside was like, yeah, Sarah, I can't believe like Ava was going after you when she looks like that, ha, 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 whatever. And Ava was like, wow, 
She kind of backed away. Ava didn't want to hear any more of it because she, she knew the rest. She knew the extent. She's just like walking away and she's thinking to herself, wow, like those are people that I considered as my friends. Like I genuinely believe that those people were like my friends. Like I thought that those people were good quality. I thought that like I was going to have a great time with them. And Ava definitely thought a little bit, okay, they're being brainwashed by Sarah to an extent, but only to an extent, dude. But at the end of the day, it's their choice. Like this is their choice to make. Sure. They want to be like with the new cool girl. They want to do what she says. And it's very tempting. But you still have a choice in the matter. You always have a choice. And uh, Ava's like, wow, I got to find new friends, right? And so sure enough, over the course of the next couple months, uh, Ava would start to like intentionally talk more to people in her classes because she was always very nice and very friendly. But she would never go out of her way because... Why would she? She already has a good group of friends, or so she thought, that she was secure with. So now she would like ask people to hang out after school, whatever. And after months and months, she eventually found a group of people that seemed a lot more down to earth, a lot cooler, and also really hated Sarah and her group, right? Just, I mean, they weren't, they weren't like, I don't know, talking smack about her all day because then they wouldn't be any better than Sarah, but they would, whenever Sarah... And Ava's ex-friend group would come up. They'd be like, yeah, those girls are so petty. Like, they're so mean. Like, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, Ava found a pretty good, gr- a pretty good group. And uh, the thing is, though, this story doesn't end here. This story goes on for the entire year. But you might be thinking that, uh, Connor, I was promised a, car- a funny karma, epic, rich, spoiled kid gets destroyed moment. And I guarantee you that that will be coming. All you got to do, real quick, though, Comment, what should I make you guys comment? Comment tree down below, because I'm looking at my Christmas tree right now. So comment tree if you made it this far into the video. By the way, these stories are on Spotify. It's in the pinned comment. And if you're listening on Spotify, please rate five stars. I'd love you for it. Kiss. Anyways, so yeah, college application season. I mentioned very briefly that they're in the midst of college application season. And going to college is a choice. I think if you know what you want to do, it is a much better choice than going in not knowing what you want to do. But I think that's also totally fine as well. Uh, as long as you understand the, the debt you're taking on and the risk to reward, as long as you understand it, I think that's totally fine. I also think that choosing not to do college shouldn't be as stigmatized as it is, as the ROI for college is not as clearly good as it used to be for everyone. However, especially in kind of like, well, especially, especially, especially in wealthier communities, not just going to college, but which college you go to is almost like another status symbol to put on your chest, right? So the parents of like kids, especially in the wealthier communities, tend to really care, like care a lot, even though their kids probably benefit the least from going to a good name college, right? It's just kind of how this works. So Sarah's parents, who've made a ton of money, right, were in all these communities or whatever through their social clubs or something, and they cared a lot about where Sarah went to school. And they cared so much that they were willing to go above and beyond and maybe some not so, I don't know, against the rule type ways, if you know what I mean. So yeah, anyways, SATs were coming up. And I think the last time you can take the SATs or something is like October, or there was some major test, something that was SATs, AP, uh, whatever, honors types, whatever, right? So this happened before you submit your college applications. And uh, basically, 
Sarah was an okay student. She was smart enough. But these people wanted to get her into, you know, the top uh, United States institutions of whatever, right? You want to be in the top 10. If you're not in the top 10 rankings, then you're trash. What? Something stupid, right? So they wanted to get into a really, really good school. And they met with, like, like Sarah's parents met with, like, college counselor prep type people. And they looked at Sarah's results and they were like, yeah, dude, um, I don't know how to break it to you. But your daughter is not getting to Harvard, Stanford, Yale combination type thing with these grades. She'll do fine, but she won't get into that place. But, you know, the parents were not willing to hear that as an answer. So instead of, like, I don't know, asking Sarah, like, hey, I, we need you to do something really cool as an extracurricular or we need, like, a really banger essay, essentially what they do is they try and cheat her on one of the tests, right? They try and assist her to cheat on one of the tests. And Sarah was totally in the know on this because way after the fact, one of the friends that Ava was... So the reason why we know all these personal details is because one of the friends of Sarah, who used to be a friend of Ava, eventually kind of like realized that she was being stupid and went back to Ava and was like, I'm so sorry. And Ava was like fine with it or whatever. And they became friends and they talked over the summer. So the reason why we know these extra details about what went on here is because Sarah's ex-friend and Ava's ex-friend, now re-friend, told her over the summer, after the school year, everything that went down. So basically, Sarah realized that, okay, my scores and stuff are not that good enough, so they kind of like Sarah went to her parents, and they figured out a way that she would be able to basically have some other girl who would be given Sarah's ID, who looked kind of like her, but no one really cares that much, no one really checks, and was like a really good college student who was on top of it and worked for an agency that's like, yeah, you pay me $50,000, I'll do whatever you want. Like, I'll bend my morals. And so sure enough, right, the day of the SATs, uh, Ava's ex friend, the friend that was used to be, let's call this girl uh, Beth, because whatever, right? So Beth is a girl who told Ava about this. So Beth and all of her friends and Sarah, studying for the SATs or whatever test they were taking, right? Super hard. They were studying really hard, and they noticed that Sarah really wasn't studying, right? When they'd have group study sessions or whatever, Sarah would kind of be on her phone the entire time, and they knew that Sarah's parents really wanted her to go to X or Y college that was very difficult to get into. So they kind of would ask her, like, Sarah, what's the word here, bro? Like, what are you doing? And Sarah's like, oh, no, I'm studying a lot at home. I'm just, you know, texting whatever, some guy or something. And eventually, a couple days before, Sarah confided in them that, you know, the reason why she wasn't studying is because she's not even going to be taking the exam. Because I think they asked, like, oh, do you guys want to meet up, like, an hour before the exam to get, like, breakfast or whatever and quick review or something? And they're all like, what? And, yeah, Sarah's like, yeah, basically my parents found someone to take the exam for me. She's really good. She'll score a great score. Whatever. And since these girls were, like, friends with Sarah but also kind of, like, sucked up to her, bro. So they couldn't really say anything. That's the funny thing. They kind of trapped themselves into a place where they couldn't say anything because they didn't want to upset Sarah or whatever, right? So they're all like, oh, okay. But obviously they were all kind of mad because they had been spending all this time studying, and Sarah would just have someone go in and take the exam. However, not all things, like, something like that doesn't always work out seamlessly, right? I mean, we saw with the college cheating scandal or whatever that doesn't matter how much money you have, you still can get caught. This was not related to the college cheating scandal. This was a separate thing. So, yeah. 
basically, Sarah had someone go in for her. They took the exam. But the person who is administrating the exam, after like the exam was handed in, they knew that something was up because the ID really didn't match the person. So after a further investigation, they figured out that Sarah was not the one who took the exam. And this was announced to the school. The score was voided. And Sarah was not allowed to take the SAT whatever tests type thing or something. She just wasn't, she was banned from it. She could not take this exam. So not only did she have like on her record that she tried to cheat on it, she just couldn't take it. And all the schools like that wanted it, like all the school, no, no, all the schools that she want or her, not she wanted, she probably wanted to go to some chiller school or whatever, which I get. All the schools her parents wanted her to get into so that she could brag about it or no, not that she could brag about it, so that they could brag about it to their friends because they're always competing for the next greatest thing, even though that doesn't really bring them any happiness or fulfillment, right? She could no longer apply to any of them because they needed the test and they would see if they, like, they, they looked into it or she gave a reason, oh, I just can't take the test. Oh, you can't take the test because you cheated? Of course we're not going to accept you. So basically, Sarah got screwed over majorly in this, in this part, right? And because of this, her parents were super freaking mad, which they should have been mad at themselves for even saying that, like, my daughter needs to cheat to get into one of these institutions. Like, if she needs to, is it really that important? But anyways, basically, Sarah was, like, cut, like, she was literally pulled out of school at this point because, you know, Sarah's parents had multiple houses or whatever, and they basically were like, oh, like, we gotta, you're taking a gap year now, we're redoing everything, like, whatever. They kind of panicked. And they said, there's no reason for you to still be in school right now. So they literally yank her out two weeks after she gets caught cheating. And so it's kind of a weird period where all of uh, Ava's ex-friends, Beth and all those people, no longer have their cult leader, Sarah, to be like, to talk with or to lead them or whatever. And eventually they have a moment of like reflection. And uh, slowly but surely, they all eventually come back to Ava and they're like, look, we messed up, dude. Like, I don't know. Some, the allure of her, I don't know. She was so cool. And we really just let ourselves down. We're sorry. And that was fine. Ava accepted all their pol- apology. They kind of, Ava kind of meshed together her old friend group that Loki betrayed her and the new friend group. Maybe she shouldn't have done that, but she kind of was like, you know what? We're all graduating. We're all not going to see each other consistently again, like this at least. So why, like, he, let's just put this behind us. And Ava actually had a really good end to her high school experience. All the friends got along well. And uh, moral of the story is, one, don't, like, fall for someone because you think that they're cool and you, be, you become a jerk yourself. And two, don't cheat. As, just don't cheat, bro. You're going to get caught.